This episode of Radio Free Tote Bag is brought to you by Podcast Republic, a podcast client for Android. With over 2 million downloads, Podcast Republic is quickly becoming one of the most popular podcast apps for Android, and with good reason. Podcast Republic allows you to search all of your favorite podcasts, audiobooks, and YouTube channels or playlists, and stream them all on one platform. With automated downloads, you can even have your favorite content saved to your phone for listening, even if you don't have service. And you can synchronize the app between all of your Android devices. Download Podcast Republic for free on the Google Play Store. I guarantee you'll be a fan. Hello and welcome everybody to Radio Free Tote Bag episode 31. I'm Arthur. I'm Donovan. And this is a show about relationships where we're going to answer one very important question. What the fuck does High Life Light taste like? <laughs> the answer? Not much. I'm, I'm upset by the existence of that. I want to know what like Brewer took a sip of High Life and was like, Ooh, this is way too heavy. We got to lighten this sucker <laughs> Mil- up. Miller, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. But for real, I thought High Life was light beer. Yeah, me too. It's just, this is like it's like water. It's water. I'm drinking uh, water. Uh, but I'm feeling. Uh, I'm already a little buzzed. I don't know. It's just like an easy drinking, like a fast drinking beer. A good is session it, is beer. It pleasant? Is it pleasant water? I mean, yeah, it's not bad. It's better than Budweiser. That's for damn sure. Yeah. <laughs> or all Bud right. Light. That's sometimes that's all you want. Sometimes you just want fucking watery beer to cool you off and uh make make you feel a little nice yeah um i was driving home from my delivery area today and i was angry as fuck at other drivers and that i was still out on the road at the time i was and i thought to myself man how the fuck am i gonna get into the mood to do a podcast oh yeah alcohol boom <laughs> <laughs> like i sometimes for- Go ahead. Uh, sometimes it's what you need to uh, to turn the, uh, the old mood around. Sometimes it gives you energy, weirdly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I totally know what you mean. <laughs> well, you're, you're powered by the power of uh, Miller High Life Light today. Sure am. I am powered by uh, shame, because you know what happened to me? What happened to you, Donovan? So I'm in the gym. Uh, I'm getting to my top set of my deadlifts. I'm in this kind of side room they have where the floor and there's like bumper pads. It's like ideal for that shit. It's Mm -hmm. me. Some other cute girl is working out in there. Ooh. So I'm getting ready to hit this top set. I'm like, I'm going to look, I always feel like such a douche having this stuff, but I'm also like, yeah, like check me out. I'm lifting a whole bunch of weight. Yeah. So I'm like amping myself on up. I put my power song on, which is uh, DNA by Kendrick. Mm -hmm. And uh, right around that part where dude is going, uh, give me some ganja. I fucking push and lift it, and then I just rip ass real fucking loud yeah. uh, at the top of the lift. <laughs> so <laughs> I put it back down, and this isn't the first time this has happened, unfortunately. So I'm not as ashamed as before, mm-hmm. but I'm like, fuck, I hope that girl's wearing headphones. And uh, she wasn't wearing headphones, oh. but uh, we didn't make awkward eye contact, and I, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe she thought that's just like an exhale, and my lips were pursed, uh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> At least your asshole didn't fall out. Seen that happen? Yeah. Ugh, ugh. Ah, uh, there's been close calls with that too. But, oh yeah, god. Luckily, luckily not that. Far. Okay, not literally asshole falling out, but I've definitely almost shit myself squatting before. Oof. Yeah. I would oh, think. Yeah. I would think you got to go empty the tank before that. I try to. Sometimes the uh, all the pushing you're doing it just gets things moving a little bit. <laughs> That sometimes you got to take the break. There's a famous fucking post on the fitness subreddit actually about a dude who did literally shit himself halfway through the squats, uh-huh. uh, squat set, and he claims that he finished the set, you know, which is dedication. Yeah. And then uh, just very luckily was wearing like compression shorts too, and just kind of awkwardly did the cowboy shuffle to the bathroom. And uh, I don't know what the hell he would have done after that. I assume it involved some scooping motions and uh, <laughs> the occasional. Oh God, why? Why God? Yeah. See, this is why I don't work out because <laughs> I the would risk of shitting yourself. I would certainly shit myself. Yeah, eh, that's good reasoning. I can't. I can't disagree with that. 
but that definitely informs me like the compression shorts are good because it keeps your you know junk from getting caught in bad uh situations if you're doing leg lifts uh but also because of that story yeah I don't I don't know if I could go back to a gym if a if a full log popped out of my <laughs> pants, no matter how much I was squatting. No matter how much. Also, yeah. uh fun note, uh my computer has been having uh what is known as a driver power state failure that results oh. in a blue screen of death and a restart. So there might be an edit point where I come back going son of a bitch. <laughs> be- All right, we'll, we'll we'll keep an eye out for that, but uh I'm praying I'm praying to the gods of podcasting. That uh, that doesn't happen. Me too, and I yeah. think they're listening tonight. I think they heard my cries. I'm in. A, I'm feeling good. I think they did too. I'm feeling. I'm feeling amped, shame powered, and uh, ready to knock some of these out of the park. So, uh, what do you what do you say we get going? Stepping up to the bat. It's 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 Arthur Bram. He with the first with the first question. <laughs> How do I tell this guy I'm dating, 25M, I don't want to listen to more of his music? So I've been seeing this guy for about three weeks, and we're both creative people, which is great. I'm a writer, he's a musician. It's great we can bond and share our interests, but last week, he sent me a collection of his stuff, and it's about six hours of music. I made it through the first two hours, but it started to feel like homework. Every time we talk or test, he asks me if I listen to more of it, and frankly, I'm getting really tired of making excuses why I haven't. It's not that it's bad... But asking someone you haven't known for too long to actively dedicate so much of their time is asking a lot. He's a really nice guy, and I like hanging out with him. But I'm worried if I ever make it through this collection, he's going to keep sending me more because he thinks I'm really into it. How do I kindly tell him to stop asking me and not send me any more music without hurting his feelings? The LDR, this guy I'm dating, sent me a lot of his music for me to listen to. It's not bad, but it's a lot, and he's asking for a lot of my time. How do I tell him to pull back? And that was posted by Shandell Iyer. Yeah, that's my last name. Yeah, that's your, uh, it's you know, your sister Shandell. Yeah. You remember oh, I love Shandell. Shandell. Yeah. I haven't seen her in 26 years, but uh, love her. Oh, wait, she's 20. No, she didn't say how old she is. That was a terrible bit. What do you say about this, Arthur? Well, as a, uh, I'm going to say former producer of music. I haven't made any tunes in years. Uh, I would want to share them with my SO. But uh she was not necessarily into Fidget House. <laughs> she was more of like an Ani DeFranco kind of uh singer-songwriter vibe and uh I would play her a thing and she she okay cool. Yeah. She's kind of nod and go, "Great." Be like, "It's not this yeah. It was like it was terrible. Uh <laughs> But I, I fully understand his impulse. But frankly, dumping six hours of music onto you, that is homework. That's some old bullshit but that he's pulling. Even if you're into it, that's that's so much to get through. Like, it, there's, I see what you're saying. And it's definitely, you're in a relationship with somebody. You're making something that you really care about and are putting your heart into. Of course you want to share it with them. Three weeks, uh, though. Three weeks of dating. Maybe a little yeah. too early to start sharing your your productions no exactly or just a song or two uh so i think i think as she goes about this is is you know if you're actually into the music that type of music in general uh okay if you're not into that type of music like you don't he makes a genre you don't listen to be like hey i can appreciate this but this just isn't my genre of music you know what i mean whatever you do like don't don't tell him it's bad uh Cause it's not bad. She's not even saying. That. Oh yeah, she she mentions that too. But yeah, you just try to you got to phrase it as more of like a this is a matter of practicality or a matter of a genre that I just don't like that much. Sure. Uh, but I appreciate you sharing with me. Uh, alternatively, you know, just let like let them be straight up and like, hey, like I appreciate you sharing this with me, but that's that's a lot of stuff to go through. Like, yeah. can you maybe pick out your favorite ones or, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's exactly what the top comment here is saying. Uh, can you pick three songs that are your favorite? Says there, Red Rose yeah, Beetle. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Red Rose Beetle is actually me. Fun, uh, fun twist. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, th- I think I think being direct is uh, is the move. Because if you, I think this is often a thing. If you avoid confrontation in the first place about something like this, it's going to kind of snowball. Oh yeah, and uh, it might get to the point where like. 
oh, she she loves this. I'm going to send her fucking six more hours of music. Uh-huh. And then at a certain point, you've heard his entire discography going all the way back to when he was a kid making music with one of those twisty things that makes animal noises. And you're going to be in bad shape if that's the case. And, uh, you know, so you, you got you to gotta get your feelings across on things like these uh, rather than faking it before before it becomes a whole goddamn thing. As always, be honest and direct, forthright, and tell a motherfucker that you don't want to listen to six hours of his music. <laughs> exactly. But again, let him know you appreciate it, Sharon. And Sharon, that you, and uh, that you gave it a shot, that you made it for the, through the first two hours. Exactly. That's exactly. huge. That's, that's fucking big. Yeah. If the guy gives you a hard time about that, uh, that might be an issue. But I, I think it'll be good. He seems like an okay guy. Yeah, he's making a bunch of music. He, uh, you know, it's kind of like on the first date, like if I have a girl over afterwards, you know, things are going all right. Uh, I just put on our podcast from the beginning and we sit there for uh, 30 hours straight. <laughs> yeah. You know, I really love it, dude. Unbroken eye contact. <laughs> yeah. And whenever, yeah. whenever a funny part's coming up, you just kind of, you put a finger up and you point oh. at, you point oh. at the thing playing the podcast. <laughs> Oh my god, these guys crack me up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good luck out there, uh, my long lost sister. Yeah. Well, hey, Arthur, I don't want to listen to six hours of music, uh-huh. but uh, you know what else I don't want to do? What don't you want to do? I, 39M, don't want to eat the cat ham. <laughs> is that, is that, buckle bo- up. Is that boozy? Cat ham, is that, is that boozy? Oh, we're going to find out, brother. The first two words, buckle up. <laughs> My father, 63M, is an extremely nice guy, though he is not a man of means. He takes care of neighbors when they are sick. He helps homeless people that he finds in the street. He once remodeled the bathroom of an elderly woman he met at the laundromat on his own dime. That being said, he, and in quotation marks, makes very different choices than I would make, if I'm being (laughs) diplomatic. (laughs) Few examples. He has no soap in his bathroom. He and his wife took in a bunch of stray cats, which just piss on the floor constantly. And when he remodeled his bedroom this summer, he just slept on the porch for the summer, near the trash pandas that he feeds. (laughs) So I'm assuming there's some raccoons out there. Anyways, once he wanted to make a ham. Now his morbidly obese wife can't have salt because it quote-unquote gives her gout. So he blocks up his nasty-ass sink and lets the ham soak so the salt will dissolve. He leaves it there for a few days, even though I begged him not to. He came into the kitchen to see a few of the cats gnawing on the ham. Not that I would let a ham soak for days in the sink in the first place, but if I did and I saw cats eating it, I would have thrown it away. I begged him to and said I would buy him a new ham, but no, he cooked it and he ate it. I have done my best to keep the kids away from their house. The few times we've gone over there, someone gets sick. They're always welcome to come to our place. For years, when we are invited over, I laid down my best diplomacy to come up with a reason why they should come to our house instead. But they are catching on. We were invited for Thanksgiving today, and we said we couldn't make it due to existing plans. But then my stepmother cornered my wife and said, What is wrong with my house? Why won't you bring the children over? Why do we always have to come to your house? And as I don't much care for my stepmother, I would have let her have it if she would have cornered me. Uh, But despite his eccentric behavior, I love my father and don't want to hurt his feelings. Any ideas on how I can get out of these invites without hurting my father's feelings? And that was posted by Luca underscore Luca underscore Luca. Wait, Lula. Lula was the last one. That's tricky. That is tricky. You know what else is tricky? This fucking tightrope that you have to walk here uh, <laughs> to tell your father that he is a cat hoarder with a horrible wife who eats cat ham <laughs> and not hurting I, I'm his at feelings. Least, I'm at least thrilled because I read that title first and I was like, Jesus Christ, please don't tell me that he's like on some extra level Great Depression shit and is like, we, we got a perfectly good dead cat right here and... uh you know, we don't even have to spend money on a ham. So this is at least slightly better than that. Yeah. Yikes, dude. Yeah. This Man. is this becomes more than just a disagreement. Like I, I think she mentioned uh 
uh, our kids are getting sick and stuff like that. That's a definite issue. And I think that's something concrete that you can point to. Yeah. Like one, you don't leave a ham in the sink for fucking days. Cause that shit's going to go bad. Yeah. Uh, Cats biting the ham. Cats got. I, I love picky. I love my cat. Uh-huh. Cats got all sorts of fucked up shit in their mouth. True. You definitely don't want to be eating that. And uh, it's fucking the 21st century, dude. Soap has been an invention for a very long time for very good reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah. There's no soap in your bathroom for my kids to wash their hands with, and they get sick every time they come over, and you ate ham that was soaking for days in the sink. <laughs> exactly. This is why it's unacceptable for us to come over here. Please come to our house for Thanksgiving. We love you very much. Or, you know, if you want us to come over there, I'm just, these these are some changes you need to make. Yeah. I understand certain things. Like, I sometimes appreciate your level of being, uh, like, miserly in terms of saving money. But, uh, yeah, we we can't, my kids can't be here with a bunch of cat piss, no soap, and a fucking three-day-old cat ham. Can't do it. (laughs) Yeah. It's about laying down the law. And uh, letting them know what your expectations are, and your expectations are a safe environment for your children. If you want them to, you want to see the grandkids over here. Exactly, exactly. And otherwise, just just come to your place. Definitely yeah. fucking uncool that the stepmother cornered. Oh, so I, I assume this is a guy. Then I think I had that wrong. Cornered Op's wife, and uh, you know, put the pressure on her because I assume she knows that the the Op here has like can confront her that's fucking that's shifty i don't like that yeah that's not good that's not a good look yeah so definitely definitely take it up with your dad uh i just stress too it's not that you don't want to see him it is these concrete reasons and it is a thing (laughs) pull up the wikipedia article on the invention of soap and uh (laughs) you know how the discovery of germs and and doing that has stopped so many people from uh you know dying when they're fucking five years old because they ate uh, they had a little cat ham, so soap is a term for, or a salt of a fatty acid, or yeah, a variety of cleansing and lubricating products produced such as that produced uh, such a substance. This is now a chemistry podcast. <laughs> Where? Also, dude, his wife can't have salt because it gives her gout, but yeah. she's fine with not using soap and eating three-day-old ham. <laughs> yeah. I don't think she's doing great. Uh, no. I, I wanted to share this. Um, this post right here uh, it sounds like their house is hazardous to your children's health and i think that if you're not honest about that you'd be doing them a disservice my dad grew up in a house like that and trust me it's the right decision to keep them away if you can politely set boundaries that is the best way to do it just a i can't bring my kids here while your home is like this but you're always welcome in our home with an assurance of love attached and that was posted by dumbest bitch in denny's well I think that assurance of love attached in a lot of these, like the previous question, a lot of these situations where you're confronting somebody, but you still want to see them and you care about them, you know, it's good to put a little of the, this, you know, this isn't, this isn't about me not wanting to see you. Like, I love you and I want to spend time with you. This is just about, you know, these potential dangers to my children and not wanting to eat fucking cat ham. (laughs) I'm, I'm a little sad that you completely glossed over dumbest bitch in Denny's. (laughs) Oh, that totally fucking did. What <laughs> response? It's, it's, Thanks, dumbest bitch at Danny's exclamation point. <laughs> wow. Reddit is Reddit is such a wonderful place. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. Right. You gotta eat a little cat ham. <laughs> Everybody eats cat ham. Sometimes. <laughs> Everybody doesn't wash their hands. <laughs> George, right. Car- George Carlin didn't wash his hands when he peed. And I think he was right. Okay, that's a different situation. My hands are dirtier yeah. than my dick. If your hands don't touch the toilet, because I always, I always flush with my foot, regardless. Yeah. You know, if I, can, if I can reach that sucker, oh yeah, that's always a good opportunity to work on your balance, too, and I feel like a ninja. Yeah. So if you're just peeing, you're not touching anything, man, there's nothing wrong with that. That's a fun... That's a fun quirk of the Donovan. Yeah. I, I've always assumed people did that. Like the, the big handles on the toilets at like gas stations and shit that are yeah. low. I assume that was so you can give it a fucking kick. They're low and they're like wide. They're perfect for a yeah. foot. That's Easy true. target. 
That's like beginner level toilet flushing. Advanced level is my toilet where it's the tiny thing around and you got to really work a big toe on top of it to yeah. knock it down and get that get that flush. That's yeah. tight as hell. I'm going to start doing that. Hell yeah. I'm offering lessons to anyone listening. Uh, come on over here. Actually, we got to go somewhere with a bunch of toilets, you know, so we can all work on our form at the same time. But uh, it's a free clinic. I'd do that for you because uh, I love our listeners. Beautiful. Wow. I'm such a charitable dude. Yeah. And we love all you right. for it, Donovan. Yeah, we do. All right. No more cat ham. Let's get to someplace uh, a little cleaner. What do you yeah, say? I like it. That's me. I received a homemade gift. <laughs> but I, 23F, don't like it very much. I had a rough year. I started a new job and it has stressed me out. My SO, 24M of four years, made me a huge birthday gift. A canvas with some old pictures of us and cutouts of shapes. I love the thought of it because he made it so I could look at it and be happy when I've had a hard day. But this thing is massive. And I don't have a space for it. And it is unattractive at the size it is. I like the idea of the thing, but not the actual thing. What the fuck do I do? He spent like seven hours gluing on the pictures. TLDR. Got a birthday gift. It's a cool idea, but unpractical. And kind of hard to look at. What the fuck? I don't know what to do. I'm torn between, this is thoughtful, heart. And I don't appreciate this as much as I wish I did. And that was posted by (laughs) Don Tot. Shit, this is this is three in a row of uh, similar situations, you know. Just having to break news to a family member who, uh, or at least the first one was more like this, who is doing something because they care about you, and uh, you got to find the way to to break that news without breaking them. You know what I mean? I hear that. Cause that that would suck. <laughs> I spent seven hours on this. Sucks for, uh, you know, whoever did that, if, if they feel unappreciated, but it definitely sucks for the person who is stuck with this fucking massive human-sized canvas that, that might, not be, uh, might not be too great looking. I want dimensions. I want to know exactly how big this fucking thing is. <laughs> She's saying she, she didn't even have space for it. Yeah. I'm assuming, I'm assuming this is at least uh, 20 feet wide. Yep. <laughs> let's go with let's go with that as our, as okay. our uh, reference point here. All right, that limits your options. Um, I was thinking you could put it like, uh, like in the back of your closet, like behind your clothes, so when you move your clothes out the way you see it, and it's kind of like, oh, what's that horrible thing that he made me? Are we, no, it's great because when I move the clothes, I get to see a different picture of us every time, and it reminds me of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way you can kind of spare them. Uh, but that definitely also does send the, the message of, I don't, I don't dig it hard. Cause that's the thing. I, I think this is going to be another one where you want to pra- focus on the practical concerns and, you know, address the fact that you appreciate it. It's sweet of them to do that, but just, I, I, I don't have, I don't have room for this. Yeah. Uh, hopefully they get the message and don't double down on like, well, if you move these cool print paintings that you paid a bunch for, uh, we can put it right here. Uh, but hopefully they don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Can I get this in a much smaller format? What if we, and hear me out. What if we take a picture of it, scale it down, uh, to the size of a postage stamp. And, uh, you know, I put it, under my side table, so every time I'm looking for something on the ground, I get to look up and, and see all these sweet pictures of us. <laughs> uh, I, I would stress out so fucking much over this, my dude. Yeah. There's a, there's a fun little comment thread here. Uh, a lot of people would say, just say thank you. Find somewhere to put it. Never mention again. I actually think the truth is better in situations like this. Tell him how much you love him for doing something like this to cheer you up and how much you appreciate the time you spent on it, but that it's just not your kind of thing. After all, you don't want him to make some other huge, ugly collage because he thinks you like these things. You can try and soften the blow, but he's done other artistic things that you do like by talking up... Let's see. You can try and soften the blow if he's done other artistic things that you do like by talking up how much you loved insert other thing. Option two... Tell a half-truth. Say you love him for doing something like this to cheer you up, but that it's just too big, both in terms of physical space 
but also just as an item to own. So just taking a picture of it, getting that framed and put it somewhere inoffensive, then put the original thing in a box or a painting tube and hide it somewhere. Hopefully you never have to think about it again. Right? Like under your side table in the size of a postage stamp. <laughs> Option Great for- minds think alike. Uh, deeper in, the, and that was posted by I or London, I or your London. Uh, and then deeper in the, uh, thread, uh, blade wing, the risen says option three. Oh no, someone broke in, ransacked the apartment and stole your middle school style picture collage. I'm so heartbroken. It meant the world to me. And I don't think I can ever or should ever be replaced. <laughs> option four, literally feed it to a dog. Option five, fake your own death. Option six is tell him you loved him so much you ate it. There we go. Yeah. Or feed it to a cat if they like ham. Maybe they like these giant fucking large format collages. Yeah. Uh, ah, Man. I I like the idea that it it is somehow conveniently um, damaged, but that becomes such a goddamn horrible charade. Yeah, like you're breaking down in tears, and also it opens the possibility with like, "Don't worry, babe, I'll make you another one." Yeah, fuck that. I uh, think I think probably the best option, the one that spares him the most, is to reduce it in size somehow. You take a picture of it, you get that framed, and just tell I him, think so too. "Honey, it's too big." Exactly, I think so too. But again, just let him know that you appreciate it. And it was sweet of him to do that. Yeah, focus on the practical concerns. Yeah, give him one of those. Uh, you know, where you, like, tussle his hair and you go, honey, that was so sweet, but it's an, it's it's enormous. What am I supposed to do with this? There you go. Yeah. I hope there's an update on that one. Um, nope, nothing yet. All right. No, no, I mean in the future. Maybe we'll yeah. find an update post on it. Yeah. I'd like All to right. know more. Well, let's get out of situations where you got to break some... Uh, well, actually, this is similar. <laughs> this is more it's another bad situation. News. This is the episode of just giving it straight to fucking people <laughs> in your family. So uh, here comes another one. Episode How thirty-one. Bad news. <laughs> That's pretty good. I think we're gonna have to do that. How do I tell thirty-six M my? Oh god, he's pasted together the thirty-six M and Y, so that it's thirty-six my. Very creative. Very confusing. Uh, maybe try something else next time. My toxic grandmother, 80s, that I don't want her to come stay with us, fam of five, for Christmas. My grandmother is narcissistic and toxic. She lives in Florida. We live in cold Iowa. I basically went to NC, North. I basically went to North Carolina except for a call on each holiday about 18 months ago. This was shortly after the 2016 holiday season. She informed us on one week's notice she was going to come stay with us for three weeks. Ah! Oh, yeah. As such, we had minimal preparation for her arrival. She stayed in our semi-finished basement with a space heater running max output. She bought around $300 worth of snacks for herself to keep in the basement and never contributed a dime to the household. She then spent the entire time expecting us to keep her entertained. She didn't appreciate that we spent so much time going to our kids' high school sporting events. When we tried to spend time with her, she didn't want to play board games or cards. She just wants to watch TV or movies. The kicker to it all was when I found out that the time she wasn't spending making us miserable, she spent complaining to everyone around about what horrible hosts we were. I was done. It was the final straw for me. I still hear from her, though, through my mom and my wife. My wife, who is practically a saint when it comes to dealing with people, finally relented and stopped talking to her a few months ago. However, now she found out she has a free flight and wants to come stay with us again. My oldest son, 19, will be coming back from college. We don't get much time with him, and I don't want to deal with her during this time. I feel bad because a lot of our problem is that we all become different people when she's around. I shut down and try to hide away. My wife goes into super people-pleaser mode, and we bear the brunt of her frustrations. My kids attempt to hide out, because there they're getting told they're so pretty they should model, or getting told they should have a job. I feel bad because I don't want her to think I don't care. If she ever hit a situation where she needed someone to take care of her, we would. I'm just not trying to deal with her any more than I have to. TLDR, 
Grandma is toxic, but wants to come visit for the holidays. I'm crossing my fingers that her whole plan falls through, but I just want to tell her to fuck off. And that was posted by JV Hero. Unfortunately, unlike the other situations, I think you gotta bite the bullet on this one. I think you gotta do it. Because she's going to fucking die, and you're going to feel really fucking bad if you didn't let her come and stay. She's she's in her 80s, man. She's on a clock, dude. (laughs) My mind wasn't even going in that direction. I think you may have a bit more empathy for this one than than me. Yeah. Uh, Because, man, I hear that. He says he he cares about her, but if it's that sort of situation, maybe offer to see her at some point. You know, because he does mention he cares about her. But that's that's such a fucking nightmare, you know? And your kid's coming back for a little bit, and he's in college, and, and that's, you know, time you got to weigh against that, too. You know, you're not going to be able to see uh, him on such a regular basis or staying with you at home, uh, you know, too much in the future, too. So, I, I don't know. I, I get where you're coming from, but this is also a trade-off between time with your, you know, your kids, and you're not always going to have that time, either. He's got decades. Uh, <laughs> uh, I can I can just picture this though. I yeah. I, I would hate it, this. Oh oh, so much. trust. It's fucking bad. <laughs> like it's real bad. <laughs> You're not gonna enjoy it. Like it's gonna be just weeks of trauma and fucking horror. But you got you gotta you gotta do it. You gotta do it. What man. do you What do you think about visiting her though as an alternative? But that see. Where else is she going to go on this free flight? She has a free flight. I don't know, man. That's not your concern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's probably got other family members, you know? <laughs> okay, here you, go, here you go. Tell her to take it to Iran. Take this free flight to Iran. <laughs> go take in some of the culture. Oh, uh, hell yeah, dude. They got a great Christmas celebration over there. <laughs> yeah, they love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh I just you got it. You, you just, make a good point, though. Yeah, because she what? What do you guess? An eighty-four. For you know, and, and all the uh, all the heinousness of her personality may take her out soon. From yeah, uh, from what this sounds like, and it's ads. Uh, she could be eighty fucking nine, dude. Oh, that's true. And that's your fucking uh, grandma. I never, I didn't get to spend a whole lot of time with my grandmothers. Neither of them. And uh, I didn't my I didn't my first one, but I did my second. But she, she they were you know sweethearts, and they'd give me a whole bunch of extra ice cream, and uh, you know they were the best. They didn't insist we watch TV the entire time. Both or, of my uh, both of mine sucked differently, <laughs> yeah. uh, but I still wish I had gotten to spend more time with you. Know what I mean? It's a finite thing. I, I hear you. That's true. And I guess the fa- the fact that he's you know saying I don't want her to think I don't care like even you know does there's clear it, this clearly isn't a completely I want this person out of my life situation you, you may be winning me over there he's got to do it and yeah. it's gonna blow just chunks okay well an- another compromise what if you tell her to come but you you limit the time you know you say <laughs> you're going somewhere you say there's another part and she just comes for. You know, not two weeks or whatever the hell she's talking about, but you know, a week or, or or a few days. I feel like that's a reasonable, a reasonable compromise. Yeah, a month's really long and kind of yeah. a lot to expect of a family. Um, exactly. You could put her up somewhere. Put her up in the hey. Radisson or whatever. There you go. Ah, still though, I'm, th- I'm okay. This is this is my final answer on this. Okay, I'm thinking you tell her a week. And instead of lying and saying you're having plans, like maybe you actually make some plans with your family. And, uh, you know, if you don't have the financial means or time to do that, well, then I, I think just kind of lie to her. But uh, she comes in for a week. You can spend the time. It'll be better time because you're not grading on each other. And, uh, you know, and, and everybody wins. You think that's reasonable? You get, you get a week with her. Yeah. Yeah, how how much fair. extra grandma experience is like three extra weeks of her being a huge pain in the ass? <laughs> I think I think I think this might be the uh, the ultimate. Yeah, no guilt. You get to spend some time with her. Maybe she'll chill the fuck out for that week, and uh, you know, then you don't have to deal with a, a month of uh, old old grandma Hitler here. Man, I'm I'm looking at these comments. 
And dang, I'm the only one out here saying that that you gotta that grandma's gotta have some time. That you gotta give it for her. Everyone's like, uh, tell her, sorry, it's not a great time now. Uh, and then somebody responded to that exactly. Grow a spine and say no. <laughs> she sucks. I, no I'm, is a complete I'm, sentence. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. That's where I was at coming into it. But no, I, th- I think I think you make an extremely fucking fair point. Yeah. You know, t- time is time is very limited. Unfortunately. Yeah. Unforge. Yeah. Although, hey, maybe she does. You know, maybe she dies before this even happens, and then and then you're solved. And then you're free and clear. <laughs> all right kill grandma there we go okay that's my real final answer all right i like it (laughs) all right hey what do we got next did you know that my bridesmaid doesn't want me to share any photos with her in them i did not is that that. is that a reason is that a reasonable ask i need more details well I got my wedding photos last week, and I sent a few previous few. What? Sent a few preview. <laughs> sent a few preview shots to my bridesmaids. A couple of days later, one of them messaged me and asked me that I don't post any photos online with her in them. She's obviously feeling self-conscious about how she looks in them, but I genuinely can't see any reason why. But understand, we all see ourselves differently. As part of the bridal party, she is obviously in a lot of my wedding photos. The morning of, getting ready, the church, and the reception. I haven't yet responded because I feel funny about it. If she had asked me not to put up a few in particular, then okay. But it was all the photos. I'm far from a bridezilla, but I do feel like they are my wedding photos, and it's a bit out of order of her to request this. I'd appreciate some objective perspective on this. Thanks! Posted by... Kwee-wee. Uh I think worth pointing out the edit here, too. Uh-huh. Uh, because she says, reading some of your comments, I just want to clarify a couple of points. She's not in any danger from a crazy ex or any kind of situation like that. She's been one of my best friends for 12 years. We have tagged each other in hundreds of photos, beams, and posts over the years. Holiday pics, birthdays, you name it. This is down to her not liking how she looks in the photos. Yeah. Uh, that sucks. It sucks real bad. But I got to say, if you agree to be somebody's bridesmaid, you agree to have it's like signing the little photo waiver that your likeness is uh, now the property of Disney or whatever. Exactly. Because it's not like this is some off party. This is your goddamn wedding photos. Like yeah. You hopefully aren't going to have uh, another time where you're getting, you know, more wedding photos taken. <laughs> sure. Like, I, I would totally understand this if this is something it's just a party you're having or, you know, in general, pictures they don't want seen. But uh, no, I, I'm with you. These are kind of once in a lifetime things. And uh, that, that doesn't invalidate her concern, though. And I think the fact that you've been best friends for 12 years I I think you definitely address this. Don't you know? Just be like, no, we're gonna we're gonna do it. Uh, but I just you know reaffirm her. Be like, I you know, are you feeling insecure? Because I think you look beautiful in these. And then yeah. also just state like, this is why I want to keep them. This is the only time. Like these are the only wedding photos I have. Yeah. And because uh, I, I I also think sometimes self consciousness like that can come in waves. You know, sure. maybe she's just having a fucking bad week or something, and I, I, it can be something that passes. But. Uh, Regardless, you just reaffirming her, giving her your reasons, I, I think that'll, at, at the uh, very least, make her feel better about it. But also make it clear, listen, I'm posting them. That's happening. Because <laughs> why, exactly. do, why do we take photos nowadays uh, for them to be posted? Yeah. Social media. <laughs> yeah, that's that's but that's like why one would take a picture now is so that it ends up on your social media. Uh it's just it's it's really unreasonable for her to want this. Um don't post any of the pictures with me in them. Don't do it. Uh you're in all of all of them. <laughs> no, exactly. You're in like a hot 65% of these cuz you're one of my fucking bridesmaids and this is- we're doing this, this is affecting more people than you. Yeah. Also, maybe even play the angle of like, I care about you. This is a fucking special moment for me. It's why you're part of the bridal party. I I don't want to get rid of these pictures that have you in it because I care about you. Yeah. I like you. That's why you're yeah. in the fucking wedding party. 
and you look beautiful and you know you know if you're super close maybe dive into why she's feeling insecure what's going on and see if you can help but yeah i think you look uh, great in that puce taffeta get up i put you in <laughs> i don't know either of those words puce or taffeta no, I don't know what either of those are. Puce is like a gross. Here we go. Puce. It is. I'm gonna get you an image. Oh no, these are fleas. Why are? <laughs> what? what a fucking brattle dress made out of fleas? Yep. Puce is go. a horrible word. I, I think I'm getting the idea. It sounds. Is it a color? Yeah, uh, it is a color. I want you to guess for me what puce looks like. Uh, I'm going to go with some kind of green. It sounds green. I, I do agree with you. But if you look in the, in the Skype chat, you will see what puce is. Oh, uh, it's like brown. Yeah. It's like a red brown. That's pretty heinous. It looks like a brick. Yeah. It's brick colored. All right. And then taffeta. (laughs) Taffeta is like a, a, a crisp, smooth, plain woven fabric made from silk, or, whoa, cupramonium rayons. All right, we're going to go down a goddamn wormhole if I start asking what those things are. <laughs> <laughs> Get the idea. <laughs> I got to brush up on my uh, on my fabrics. On your textiles. Uh, and, and I recently learned colors. Chambray. So I got Ooh. a couple shirts, and now I, I was feeling like I was a goddamn fabric expert, but uh, evidently not. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a linen finished gingham cloth with a white weft and a colored wrap or colored warp. Kicks, kicks ass in the summer, my dude. It produces a mottled appearance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's already been cat ham podcasting. This cannot be a fabric podcast <laughs> and uh, rock climbing, et cetera, et cetera. Today's just um, a bad news podcast because bad news, I'm sharing the fucking pictures. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And uh, bad news, Donovan doesn't know as much about fabrics as he thought he did. <laughs> you know what I do know about, though, Arthur? What do you know? Uh, I know that we got a question in our anonymous question box. Oh, shit! Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why are you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, who? Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why are you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, who? Oh, hell yeah. Gotta get stoked about that. Gotta get stoked about that. Uh, to our listeners, we have an anonymous question box where you can submit your relationship or other questions. You can find it on our website. It's on the sidebar or uh, possibly on the little bar on the bottom if you're on desktop. Click it. It'll take you to this website. You don't have to make an account or anything. Type your question in, press send, and uh, we'll read it on the air. So here is, uh, here is our anonymous question for this week. Uh, and it's a simple one. Would you lose respect slash interest in a girl if you slept with them on the first date? Hmm. No. 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 Yeah. In fact, I would gain interest. <laughs> I would gain significant interest in having that more of that good, good sex. Me, me too. Yeah. I, th- I think there is a little bit of, and I'd go as far as to call it old school mentality, that, uh, you know, if somebody you know, puts out on the first date, like, Oh, that like makes them, you know, a horror or something lesser like that, which uh, is obviously going to rope in a bunch of fucking toxic masculinity bullshit concepts where it's like, oh, are you going to lose interest in this girl? You you fucking slept with her, too. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, but for guys, it's like you're supposed to have sex with a bunch of bitches. Uh, if you have a key that can open all the locks, you got a lock that can open all the keys. Can I, tell you, <laughs> can I tell you a story about that phrase? Please do. I hate that shit. It was, it was like six in the morning. I had been up all night studying, and I was browsing Facebook, and somebody had posted that. Uh. And, and I read it, and I went... That's fucking brilliant. But I did not understand the connotations behind it. I didn't know what it meant. I was like, yeah, like a key that opens every lock would be a really good key, but like a lock that every key opens sucks. You took this fucking literally? So I, yeah, so I posted it like, yeah, it was fucking profound. Oh, no. And the next, like, like I woke up in the afternoon uh, and my girlfriend says, what the fuck is this? And I'm like... No, yeah, like like it's shitty, like master key shitty lock. And then she's like, 
Arthur, it's about patriarchy and how, like, <laughs> the master penis versus the shitty vagina. And I was like, oh, fuck! And deleted it. <laughs> she had to... Hell yeah. She had to You're level th- it on me. You were thinking this was like some fucking Jaden Smith level expanding exactly. brain. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But what if there was a key that could open all the locks? You gotta be that key, dude. You don't wanna be... <laughs> Lock that can uh, just anybody can open it, brother. Brother, I don't know why Hulk Hogan's in there? But <laughs> I've been saying brother a lot. I, I'm loving it. <laughs> I don't even know anything about Hulk Hogan except for I lived in the same apartment as his daughter for a little bit. Apparently, uh, she had a little album that wasn't very good. Uh, no offense, but uh, yeah, I just know that he says brother, and that cracks me up. <laughs> I just searched uh, Hulk Hogan, Jaden Smith in the hopes that they had met at some point and done something together, but they didn't. <laughs> realize, 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 brother. It's true. <laughs> uh, all right, off the reels a little bit. I think we're in agreement here. Don't, you should not lose respect and interest. And uh, the, the fact that you shouldn't, don't, don't be in that mentality that that's, that somehow a, uh, you know, makes, makes some kind of lesser, makes a person sort of lesser uh, material for a relationship because, you know, you just found out you're into each other and sexually attracted and so you went for it. And, and that's, you're fucking that's adults. Good. Yeah. You're adult human beings. You can fuck if you want to. You're, you're allowed to do that. Yeah. So, no, don't don't lose respect. You know, gain, gain some damn interest because uh, yeah. she's clearly into you. This is good news. Don't, uh, don't get all judgy about it. <laughs> You can fuck if you want to. You can leave your <laughs> pants behind. Because if your friends if don't you're fuck- a key that can open a bunch of locks, don't post that in the middle of the night. Sir. <laughs> Nailed it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When are we going to cut an album? We need a Radio Free Typing album. We do just like song yeah. parodies. Yeah. I had the horrible idea when we put the uh, last episode out that had all the musical drops in it. Or that was the one before that, I think. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, we should do a musical episode like like Scrubs did. And I was like, wait, I fucking hate musical episodes of shows. Yeah, Let's me not too. Do that. <laughs> I fucking, I can't stand it. Especially if it's an hour long. Dude, even Daria did that. It's the only episode I like skipped halfway through. I just, oh, I can't. It drives me crazy. Can I fucking tell you about an experience I had with a musical episode of a television program? Please do. Are you familiar with Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Familiar, yes. I have not watched it, though. It's uh, it's a pretty good television show. It's a Joss Whedon joint, and uh, he directed some of those Marvel movies, and he did Firefly, which is a very well-regarded show. Buffy the Vampire Slayer was kind of his first big success. And uh, they had a musical episode called Once More with Feeling, was the title of the episode. <laughs> uh, and... This was the first time, maybe not the first time I'd ever seen Buffy, because maybe I'd seen it on TV when I was, like, younger. Um, But I was in my mid-20s, and I was seeing this girl, and we were hanging out with a bunch of her friends. And they put on the musical episode and poorly sang it, like, over top of the episode. And I'm just, I'm sitting there just trying to, like, I'd never seen it before. I'd never seen the episode. I'm trying to get what the fuck's happening and there's just these fucking geeks caterwauling around me. And it, was, <laughs> it was a hard night. It was that's, very that's difficult hor- for me. It's horribly unpleasant. Yeah. It I, I suspect you got the same thing as me. We're like more than just somebody's blasting or like sing, my, my dad loves singing along with music. Sure. And, uh, no offense to him if he's listening. But he, he knows he's not good. And I know that's why he doubles down on doing it. But that's like my pet peeve is that or like music that I don't like. Yeah. Like, uh. We went to a friend's place after being out one night. Everybody apparently loved Taylor Swift except for me. And uh, they kept putting on her music videos and everybody's singing along. And I, I literally got to the point where I just stood up and was like, well, I need to return some videotapes. And walked out the door. <laughs> and I could not fucking take it. Yeah. Ah. Uh, that's a, uh, that's an episode wrap on old Donovan. Yeah. I, I, I feel the pain. Yeah. If you're a producer of some kind listening to this, too, don't fucking... Everybody did the musical episode. That doesn't mean it's a good idea. Don't do it. I can dig. I can dig that. All right. So, yeah, fuck on the first date uh, if you want, and uh, (laughs) I'm not going to lose any respect for you. 
and leave your friends behind. All right, one more with feeling. <laughs> my, my boyfriend, 35M, and I, 24F, go to a party. Like the title says, we went to a party, which I didn't know anyone at besides my boyfriend's best guy friend, which was half of the host couple. Wow, I got through that sentence. It was oddly constructed, but I made it. I'm having a great time. Daddy. Drinking beer and chatting with three or four other couples there. I have anxiety, but everyone is smoking weed and drinking, which softens my stiffness. I can't smoke due to school. It's an early Halloween party, so we're all dressed up, and people are chuckling about my BF and GF. Wait. Everyone are chuckling about and eyes matching costumes. By the way, there's a cool word for that strange contraction. It's called my. Yeah, (laughs) right. (laughs) Uh, Up to this point, the event had gone much better than expected. I'm normally not my best at these types of gatherings. About 30 minutes until midnight, one of the guys starts talking to me about novels. I'm a huge horror novel fan, so when Stephen King comes up, of course I nerd out. We're discussing different books and such when my BF sits down beside us. I do my best to include him, but he's drunk, and I can tell he wants to leave. So we say our goodbyes and go. On the way home, my BF lays into me about how the whole party could just tell that we were flirting and how everyone thinks I'm awful. We have a 30-minute drive of me listening to how I ruined his evening, even though I can't get him to describe exactly what I did wrong. Because I was enthusiastically talking about books I was flirting with slash wanted to create a relationship with another married man? I'm so frustrated right now. Is this a huge red flag? TLDR. Boyfriend guilting me about having a conversation about horror novels and that was posted by Fuck Shit Stack. Shit, motherfucker, ass tits, cunt, cock, motherfucker, shit, ass tits, motherfucker, shit, come on. Pickety fuck, pickety fuck, pickety fuck, pickety fuck, 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 fuck. Damn, fuck shit, Stack. Your boyfriend is fucking insecure. Yeah, uh, and that, w- that was the Reggie Watts, uh, the intro to the Reggie Watts song, uh, Fuck Shit, yeah. Stack. Ah, uh, I remember that. But for real, yes, this is a huge fucking red flag. And, uh, you know, I couldn't tell if him or you were driving, but also don't drive drunk. It's the official position of Radio Free Tote Bag. Yep. And, uh, but no, that, 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 that's completely fucked up. Beyond the concept in general. You're, you're at a party. The point of the party is to go fucking meet people and talk to people. And if and you meet somebody concerned. that... Yeah, if you meet somebody that you share an interest with and you can enthusiastically talk about something, is that not the point of parties? Exactly. You don't... Because if you find somebody you like talking to at a party, you gotta, you gotta stick with that. Why wander around, like, trying to make small talk with people? The whole Yeah, like you said, the whole point is you got something in common. Boom, you got somebody to talk to. It's the fucking hallmark of a good party. Hell yeah, did it. Uh, you made it. You didn't you don't have to look anymore for people. <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> that took me a second. Damn man. You gotta if you want to preserve this, you gotta let him know that that is fucking uncool and you're with him and what is the deal with that. But uh that is a big enough red flag that I would be worried. Also because your boyfriend's eleven years older than you, that yep. just kinda adds into the fact that Yeah. Uh, that's unusual. You'd think by 35 you'd be a little more secure. Fucking exactly. Fucking exactly. And, uh, by the way, that's always a fucking quality I like and people I date is if you can do your own thing at parties. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's huge. Like, you actually go and talk to people. There's nothing worse than the just attached at the hip the entire night couple. Yeah. Ah, ah. I even, like, like, I want that in, like, a friend. You know what I mean? I want that in, in, exactly. in anybody. I want to be able to, like, go to the party and, you know, you meet up with some other people and you kind of you pair off and then you bounce back into each other over the course of the night. That's how a party be. Exactly. Exactly. And also, Jesus Christ, he said this guy is married and you're fucking, like, dating. This is, I don't know, there, a lot of fucking projection of uh, insecurity on this. So yeah. definitely be worried about the red flag. Yeah. He might be fucking somebody. You don't know. Yeah, as we have mentioned before, people who are tend to be very suspicious about these things, uh, I think there's safe to say there's an associated association with them cheating there. It's because they know how easy it is to get away with it. <laughs> a, little bit, a little bit of the hormone monster showed up. 
Oh, there we go. I, was, I thought it was like Demon Arthur, but I just finished that second season too, dude. That's pretty good. Uh, uh, a lot, it's such a good show. Free, good. Pl- free plug for uh, uh, Big Mouth on Netflix. Go watch it. It's so very good and so very pertinent to our show. Highly recommend. Yeah, can't oh, recommend it enough. Uh, de- definitely so. Extremely good uh, representation of like not just you know, dealing with relationships and fucking sexual feelings as you're going through pu- puberty, but stuff that fucking carries over to, to our age now. Nick Kroll, hear me now. <laughs> Have me as a voice for the hormone monster on season three. I'll suck your dick so right. Oh my God. It's, it's uncannily, uncannily accurate. Yeah, it's pretty I good, I will say right? too, dude, I didn't, I didn't check it out initially because the art style put me off so much. And uh-huh. uh, my friend was like, I felt the same way. I'm telling you, watch the three episodes, you'll be into it. And sure enough, super into it. I think I was hung over that day and like watched almost the entire first season. It's yeah. damn good. Yeah, I watched the second season in like two days. Good ass, good ass shit. God, All right, so free plug. Uh, hopefully, next season of Big Mouth, uh, we'll make a cameo featuring your boy. Yeah, or you can just replace Nick Kroll. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, I want to be the shame, the shame wizard, the shame wizard. <laughs> David Thewlis was fucking great in that role. That was amazing. Uh, it was it was good. Uh, all right, we got time for this last one, or are we uh, we at the uh, end? Let me here? let me check here. Uh, we we squeeze it in. All right. Well, here's our uh, here's our final question of the night, and uh, I got no uh, I got no segue for this one. Here we go. My 26F boyfriend, 28M. Got drunk last night and told me I was his second choice. They're starting with a TLD. I'm going to come back to that. So, this sucks mostly because this guy is and has been my best friend for near a decade. We would promised we wouldn't lie or manipulate one another, yet I feel he's just admitted to both. Obligatory blissful background story. We really are quite happy together, and it's been a more than pleasant ride. We never officially started dating, for what it's worth. We spent every night at each other's houses, voiced our love for one another, went on frequent dates, the whole nine. After about a month of this, we discussed that we were quite obviously dating. If it really needed a title, he was referring to me as his girlfriend and I was reciprocating. So, you'd understand my shock when he told me, drunk, that at the start of our relationship, he'd tried to see another girl one night he went into the city. Said girl was one he had a crush on that was, quote-unquote, just as cool as me. And she'd shot him down, which is when he began referring to me as his girlfriend to others. He says he didn't do anything wrong because we weren't dating, and okay, this I can accept, but very clearly expressed that I was merely a second choice. That same night, he called me wasted and asked that I pick him up from the city, a four-hour round trip for me. I gladly obliged as I cared deeply for him. Had I known what I know now, I wouldn't have come. I feel that I was taking advantage of, that I'm being screwed over a formality, and that this isn't right. It's like a bomb has been dropped. I was sober for all of this, so I can't so easily forget. He's yet to wake up. So I haven't spoken with him yet. Even if he did black out, could he really have made something like that up? I don't know. I'm rambling, and I don't know what I'm asking for here. I need to vent, and I need some help. DLDR... Boyfriend got drunk, told me he tried to see his first choice the night we began dating, but she shot him down and dated me because he quote-unquote might as well. And it was posted by Toss It Dummy. Damn. I mean... Don't say this shit. Why the fuck would you bring this up? (laughs) Why the fuck would you bring this up? Well, because he was just shithoused. Yeah. And you just... Sometimes you go, fuck, you just suck people when you say (laughs) something. I, I usually make uh, long walking trips to Cane's and eat a bunch of chicken fingers rather than, you know, say soul-crushing shit to my uh, girlfriend. Just a quick <laughs> aside. Isn't being just shit house hammered and walking a really long distance amazing? Oh, I love it. It's love it. fucking it's great. like time travel. It's yeah. like fucking time travel. Everything's wonderful. Your mind's all over the place, and then all of a sudden the chicken fingers are right in front of you. Yeah. And you go, love oh, it. I did it. Um, This, I think is just something that happens that sometimes you you want to date uh uh you know Janelle 
and she's like super fucking hot and just want to get with Janelle. And Janelle's like, eat shit. Like, I don't care about you. Go away. <laughs> and you go, oh, fuck. But then Nina's there and you go, hey, Nina, you want to you fucking bang? And Nina's like, okay. And then you find out that the whole time Nina was exactly who you wanted the whole time. You know what I mean? No, ex- exactly. Exactly. And I, 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 you know, feel pretty confident that that's a case and like maybe even most relationships. Yeah. Because you know, typically before finding somebody, you're, you're dating around and uh, that's the way that it goes. But you only have a shallow uh, kind of understanding or grasp on the people that you're dating. Absolutely. And, uh, so the fact that, don't get me wrong, the fact that he said this shit is shitty and there's just, there's no fucking reason to bring this up. But you are dating now. You have a good, healthy relationship. And at the time that he said this, he didn't really know you. You know what I mean? Like, it's right. not like he's telling you this. I uh, wish I was with this other girl. This just sounds like maybe he even felt guilty about it. Got drunk and was like, I got to fucking say something. Because yeah. people say stupid, thoughtless shit when they're drunk sometimes. Or they're great like me and eat chicken fingers. Uh, I've probably <laughs> said some stupid shit. But, uh. To the chicken finger girl. To the girl at the chicken <laughs> yeah, finger place. Very possibly. Actually, one time we uh, we brought a speaker set into Canes on High Street, and we're <laughs> dancing in line, and we got the other people to start dancing behind the counter, and even the fucking security guard was dancing. <laughs> so I, I must be pretty fucking fun. <laughs> we were playing like some weird fucking techno shit, too. It was, it was great. Uh, fuck. I keep getting, I keep getting derailed. <laughs> uh, your boyfriend fucking owes you for this, though. Yeah. You feel me? He, he's got to do something to make this up to you. Yeah. It's got to yeah. be an apology, uh, you know, a nice dinner or something. If you fuck up this bad saying shit that's crushing the girl that you care about, or the guy that you care about, uh, you got to make it right. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think this is an ender. Um, but I also think you're valid to be upset. Just articulate to that to him. Maybe get a little fucking clarity on it. And, uh, but if you care about this guy and the relationship's going well, don't don't let this shit ruin it. Right. Yeah. I totally agree. Uh, and uh, just for the listeners at home, there's a little edit up here where she says, holy effing F, I never expected such an outpouring of advice, support, and kindness from this. The majority of your responses were entirely accurate and having a nice, sober, and candid conversation that was made clear. He felt awful, awful and he explained that it was misconstrued and that he only said it to convey how lucky he felt that it didn't work out. <laughs> After taking your perspectives into account, I realized that the sentiment was much sweeter than I had originally taken it and that I had very much overthought it. Thank you all so much. I'm wildly grateful for every single one of these comments, even the rude ones. Uh, yeah. You toss it, toss it, dummies, a sweetie. Um, uh. And, uh, yeah, you know, if this... If this ever happens to you, just consider that, uh, aren't we all kind of everyone else's second choice, you know? No, exactly. Like, yeah. uh, you know, you've dated, you date people before, and most of the time you date people after, and, you know, we're all just kind of trying to fucking get by out here, you know? Yeah. We're all just, we're all just trying to make it. A sweet, heartfelt uh, end to this question. Yeah. Also, I do. I can. I can totally see the drunk logic. Like, oh man, like it's so lucky. What if I had dated that other girl? I'm so so glad that this worked. I gotta tell her, dude. I gotta tell her how lucky I and feel. It comes and out. You just. I was trying to bang Janelle tonight, and we got together. Well, I'm glad I banged you instead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I think the big lesson is don't get fucking drunk and uh, say weird shit to your SO. And appreciate them for fucking being cool to you and understanding when you do fucked up stuff like this. True dat. Oh. That's a happy ending. Yeah. We I made like it. That. We did. Well, hey, uh, our intro song is the song Hanging On by the band Nowhere, and you can find their music at nowheremusic.bandcamp.com. And our outro music is the song Stephanie by the Hayfellows. You can find it at thehayfellows.com, instagram.com slash thehayfellows, or on uh, Spotify. Search the Hayfellows. Uh, it's been really great having you with us. Uh, it's, I think it's been, yeah, it's been a great episode and, uh, <laughs> we're just really happy to have you with us. And, yeah. uh, I tell you these, these light beers are really stacking up. 
<laughs> the the verdict on uh, on Miller High Life Light is that it's an easy drinking light beer that you can uh, uh, listen to a pod like oh god <laughs> make <Jesus>. a podcast <laughs> and, and get trashed and not even notice it. Thanks, bye. Mwah. There you go. That's a good lesson, and uh, you know, don't eat the cat ham.